0: Welcome, everyone, to today's Daily Directional. These are navigational messages that help keep us pointed in the right direction. I'm Pastor Bethany, and I'm a learner, listener, and noticer of God. This podcast is a part of the Storytellers Collective. You can find us online at www.storytellerscollective.org. We believe God's story, as told through the Old and New Testaments of the Bible. We also believe our lives are a story that matters. When we begin to see the very real places where God's story and our stories intersect, we unlock wonder, worship, and a hope that communicates truly good news. Every day, we desire to turn our focus, our faces, our eyes, our hearts toward the God that our souls love. We choose to seek first the Kingdom of Heaven and believe the promise that our physical and emotional needs will be met by God. Our God is Father, Provider, Deliverer, Friend, Advocate, Anchor, Redeemer, Leader, and Guide. He graciously walks beside us every step of every day. He is our true north, our bright morning star, a lamp for our feet, and a light for our path. Welcome back, friends. Today we have something special for you. I have a friend of mine named John Horsley. He is a fellow Storytellers Collective partner who is going to share something about our James Passage. He happens to be a horseman and a Wyoming native. (laughs) He's used to animal care and many things that have to do with farm and ranch life and just sort of life out in the wild. And I love talking to him about specifically uh, metaphors in scripture. He is a wonderful teacher of the word as well. He has a great imagination with the Lord and a very, very vital relationship with the Holy Spirit. He really digs into the word in a way that is profound and honest and true. And this last week as we were studying together, he mentioned what a bridle really is and how it works and since i'm totally not someone who knows anything about horsemanship and i'm really not someone who grew up in the farm and the ranch community uh, i had no idea what that really looks like or the depth of what it means because i just didn't understand bridling enough so john is here to explain that in a little extra depth today And I just hope that you're blessed.
1: I'm going to read these two verses in James chapter 3, verses 2 and 3 in the New King James Version. Verse 2. For we all stumble in many things. If anyone does not stumble in word, he is a perfect man, able also to bridle the whole body. Indeed, we put bits in horse's mouth that they may obey us. And we turn their whole body. When I read these verses, I um, I think of my horses. And I think of the whole process of getting ready to ride. And the last thing that I do before I get on my horse is to put the bridle with the bit in the horse's mouth. When the horses were young, this was quite a chore. When we first got the horses, they were fairly... Just barely broken, and they did not like the bit, and so they would kind of fight it and do all kinds of things to try to keep the bit from getting in their mouth. But as they matured in their um, relationship with me and and what we were doing, um, the bit became easier and easier to put in. And I think the reason for that is, at first they seen the bit as being painful and something they didn't like. As they matured and we started writing together and, and learning each other, they realized that the, the bit was the process of being able to know what I wanted when we were writing and know where to go and they would put trust in my leadership. The reason I bring this up is because I think sometimes as we read these scriptures, um, we see the the bit as being a almost a punishment, right? That we are hurting the horse and that you know if we are to have a bit um, that is somehow a punishment and and really this whole image is of the holy spirit controlling our heart and our thoughts which eventually comes out in our word
0: when we first become a christian
1: we don't realize uh, a lot of times the things that we say and how much they hurt people but as the holy spirit starts convicting us Uh, about things that we said, things that we did that hurt people, we start feeling the pain of that conviction. And it tends to want to change us. Just as a bit, when we first try to teach a horse, the bit is getting pressure in the mouth and causing some pain, and the horse turns because it wants to get rid of it. And a good horseman will release the bit then because they complied. Eventually that is a training tool to show the horse that you have purpose for what you're doing and at the same time to teach them that it is the release of pain, the release of the bit, that is actually getting them to comply. The longer you go with the horse, the less you have to use the bit, the more you're able to use other um, training methods. The rain on the neck will cause them to turn before they ever get the pressure of the bed. Or a foot in the side um, a certain way will get them to do certain things based on the lesson that the release of pain gets them to do something. So when we um, think about that in relationship to our 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 God, the Holy Spirit is trying to rein in our tongue so that we are teaching the right truths, that we are showing the right things. And in this process, we start to learn through the Holy Spirit where he wants our heart to go, what direction our heart goes. We see that when we see James talking about it earlier in chapter 1, verse 26. If anyone among you thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue but deceives his own heart, this one's religion is useless. Useless. If you think of this whole idea of the Holy Spirit bridling our our words for the purpose of being useful and not useless, that the bridling of our words is to get us to be able to share the gospel, to share the love of God, to share the good news, to share the things, and Every time we speak and every time we teach, which is pretty much any time we're talking to someone else about God, we're teaching. We need to be careful with the words that the Holy Spirit wants us to use.
0: So the part of this that was so profound to me is the opposite of what I instinctually understood about a bridal and a bit. I assumed that it was something that was painful and that our response to the pain was the way to utilize the tool. So what was important to me in John's teaching was this understanding of it's actually the release of the pain or even the absence of pain that actually long-term continues to teach and guide the animal as to how to behave and where to go. And I just think it's so beautiful and so like our God <laughs> that that would be true. The The training itself may have some pain associated with it. But when it comes down to truly being bridled, being yoked to our God, working and walking alongside him is something that is easy, not something that is hard. And we know in so many ways that actually turning to the right or to the left in accordance with the spirit is something gentle. It's something peaceful. And it may even be our discernment to understand that where there is no pain, where there is no conviction, we are still moving in the right direction. Have a wonderful day, friends.